Hey everybody, welcome to BitCast, episode 97. I'm Dan, the Rally Rodriguez. I'm just adapting that name. Sitting here today, we're going to talk about the Xbox Series X. We're going to talk about the PlayStation 5, the specs. We're going to compare the two. And we're also going to talk about a little bit of news, what we're playing. Uh, we got a weekly poll. Um, today, instead of Ains, I'm actually joined by uh, Doom Guy. Yeah. All right, so I'm back. Hey, all yeah, right. Yeah, thank God. Yeah, I made it. That so. guy was kind of an ass. <laughs> <laughs> didn't say much. I know. Yeah. He like really was demanding. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so let's jump into it this week. Um, so we'll start with our weekly poll, as always, and I figured the poll this week would be related to PlayStation Five since it's the first we've kind of heard of the system. And did you? I don't know if you actually watched. Did you actually watch Mark Cerny's presentation? I watched about half of it. It was. Hilarious at first, just because of the audience. <laughs> I loved it. It's like some Mystery Science yeah, Theater 3000. it was so good. And yeah. then um, I got lost and <laughs> couldn't figure out what was happening. So I don't think that's just you. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. but it, it was good. I mean, I'm glad they got, they got something out there. Something's out yeah, there. Yeah, right? So that's super exciting. So that's what our poll was about, is if you are a multi-platform owner or a PlayStation enthusiast, what's your opinion so far on Sony's messaging? Um, because I saw a lot of negative feedback on this presentation. Sure. Um, now I know that, um, you know, I, I was kind of mixed on it cause I do love like technical readouts. Um, so it was okay. It was really dry. Um, but long story short, our audience here, we got a few hundred votes and, uh, overwhelmingly they haven't been too pleased so far. So, uh, the options were, you know, the messaging has been great and you're excited. Um, it's fine, you know, we'll see more in time. Uh, it's not been very good, or at the extreme end, it's been terrible. Yeah. And uh, between not very good and terrible is 74% of our audience. So uh, long story short, I don't think, at least from a majority perspective, that people have been too pleased with the way Sony has messaged the PS5 so far. Yeah, I think it, it really, aside from this week, um, I think up until that point, I would have probably been in the not very good. Okay. But now I'm kind of in the it's fine. Okay. We'll see more in time. I still, like I said, don't really know what's happening. <laughs> so it's, it's kind of one of those things where you kind of watch it and you're like, yeah. You know it's real now. Yeah, yeah. It exists. <laughs> um, you know, there's some stuff that, you know, you better watch that. <laughs> <laughs> you just noticed how I was like this. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> but I'm, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm just, I've always been excited about it, but we've always said we've gotten no kind of message and we've gotten no kind of, you know, hey, it's coming, you know. We had a logo. It, yeah, we had a, basically a logo. Yeah. You know, we knew it was there. Um, so now, you know, we've got a little bit more definitive information. There's still some other stuff that I would have liked to seen, you know, any kind of improvements, you know, to the controller a little bit more, you know, and, and games, obviously. I want to see what... Yeah. Both of them have planned for, you know, not only release, but, you know, months after release. So I'm excited, um, but I'm not like jumping up and down. So Yeah, I'm kind of in the, I'm relatively similar. I'm a little more positive than some of the people saying it's terrible. But what, it is kind of funny when you reflect on, as we have many times, last generation, right? Mm -hmm. Sony came out with the PS4, was super clear, showed the hardware, showed games. You know, they had a really good kind of first presentation. 
Microsoft took three months then to show theirs, and they showed a bunch of TV, um, and and had weird messaging. Right? Yeah. They didn't really know what to say, and it's almost the reverse this time. It's right. really bizarre. Microsoft's been very upfront. We've seen the console right away. We've seen some teases of games. We've seen updates on current games like Gears Five. They've talked about every aspect of the system, whereas we've gotten one presentation from Cerny, which was a you know, a PhD level presentation on the hardware. Right. Um, haven't seen the hardware, haven't seen the controller, um, don't know anything about it other than what Cerny said. And Cerny didn't really talk about every aspect of the PlayStation 5 either. Right. Um, so it, it's it's very strange to see unfolding. Right. And it, it's, yeah, it has to be said, this was supposed to be the GDC, right? Supposedly. And, yeah. yeah. And apparently, yeah. So. And so in that vein, it makes sense right. why it was the way it was. But at the same time, it's been weeks between when GDC was supposed to happen and this happened. Right. You could have done something different to come out as your first reveal. Why would you just kind of reuse this super technical demo right. when you didn't have to? Yeah, I don't know. Because, I don't know. I don't have answers. Because Sony thinks their shit don't stink, I guess. <laughs> I mean, that's, I mean I'm, I'm not saying anything bad about Sony. I love Sony. I love PlayStation. Um, I've been playing a crap ton of MLB. Nice. But, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk about that later. But, you know, it, it's... There's a point, I've always said this, where you kind of get to, you know, you get very comfortable with where you're at, and that works until something comes out and says, and, and beats it, and we it just kind of flip-flops every generation. It's, it's bizarre. It yeah. yeah. And so, you know, like, Xbox and Microsoft, they got really comfortable, you know, with the 360 yeah. because of how well it did, and then they kind of, you know, just rested on their laurels, and it just, you know... You saw what happened. We got TV stuff. Hey, you can watch Netflix. All right. But, you know, and that and that's what you don't want to see. You want to see, and this was prior, you know, pre-fill, obviously. Yes. But it was, yeah. you know, you, you can't do that. And, and regardless of how big of a lead, you've always got to keep pushing, you know. And I've always said Sony could do basically whatever they want. But now it's starting to look like maybe they need to step their game up a little bit more. Yeah. Especially for gamers. Yeah, yeah. You well, know. that's always the focus, right? right? That's what Xbox lost last gen. Is they, mm -hmm. the focus went away from gamers at the start of the gen, and it crushed them. Yeah, hundred um, percent. So, yeah, we'll see. Anyway, let's let's get into the systems now. As Dan mentioned, the majority of this episode is going to be going through these two systems right. and then comparing them. I've had a lot of conversations this week, a lot of conversations uh, with people smarter than me on hardware aspects, some of the things that haven't been talked about, how all these API tools can be used. And, and so I'm gonna cover at a high level what each of these systems presents on paper. And then um, we'll talk about each of the individual things, what we like, don't like, and then I figure we'll talk comparison. Okay. So let's start because Monday was Xbox. They came out first, right after we published our freaking last week's yes. podcast, like That's two hours after, it works. always. Yeah. So, they came out and basically just went into even more detail than we had previously around the Series X, including the full specs. So let me pull those up, and I won't go into every nitty-gritty detail here, but long and the short of it is we already knew it was using a Zen 2 CPU. It's running at um, 3.8 gigahertz. It's a custom CPU. The GPU we already knew was 12 teraflops. It's actually like 12.152 or something to be exact. But the important thing here is that it's got 52 compute units running at 1.825 gigahertz, and it is custom RDNA 2, right, which we've talked about a lot. 
Um, we'll come back to the whole compute units and why that's important. Memory, 16 gigabytes of RAM, GDD, GDDR6 um, with a 320 megabyte bus and the bandwidth has 10 gigs at 560 gigs a second and 6 gigs at 336 gigs a second. Again, that's important. We'll come back to it. Thank <laughs> God. <laughs> uh, as I think many of us expected, a one terabyte drive. I know we all said we'd love to see two, but with the cost because of how um, fast and advanced these drives are, this is a custom NVMe drive like I put in my PC just now, um, they're expensive. And so a two terabyte just wasn't feasible for console pricing. So it's a one terabyte out of the box. Uh, we'll get to IO speeds in the, in, in the future here. And then we also found out that it has uh, an expansion port, which we kind of knew ahead of time. But what's unique here is that they're working with Seagate to create one terabyte expansion cards. Um, so it's almost like new generation advanced memory cards, except for uh, what's neat about this is when you plug it in the back, it actually links up to the internal memory and runs at those same super fast internal speeds. All right. So uh, what else? Let, let me get into the details here. Well, those were the details. but <laughs> So expandable storage. Xbox is going the approach of expand it with these um, you know, small kind of plug-in cartridges. Um, from a pricing perspective, I see a lot of people speculating. The, I, I want to just set expectations. These aren't going to be cheap. No. So if, if you want to buy this one terabyte thing, I, in my opinion, I'm thinking 150 each. Yeah. That's what I'm That's guessing. ridiculous. <laughs> it's just the <laughs> yeah. nature of it. Right. I understand. Like the proprietary memory card crap, you know, and, and storage, that it drives me nuts because right now I've got, you know, 16... You know, more than that, 17 gigs or you know, or 17 terabytes of games, yeah. basically. Multiple and, externals. Right. Which, and, and let's clarify, sorry. You can still use those. You can still use those. Right. They still plug in. You can still play all of your Xbox One, 360, and OG Xbox games as right. you do today on day one immediately. Right. You just plug it in. Right. But anything specifically uh, updates made for the Series X or Series X dedicated games have to run on either the internal drive or these expandable slots. And, yeah, and where that comes into, where that, that problem comes is these games are going to be huge, I'm guessing. If we're seeing Call of Duty at 100 and 120, right? Yeah, it's... Jeez, yeah. Right, yeah. Halo's up there and stuff, so... Halo's up there, yeah. So the And these new ones are going to have, you know... <clears throat> more assets they're going to be more in depth you know unless they figure out a way to somehow compress them they you know. they they have talked about some um and really i don't have the knowledge to fully go into this but they have talked about the new tools which are going to allow um uh textures to basically be uncompressed on the fly right so um they're there is talk around games actually getting smaller, but I'll believe it when I see it because yeah, we've too. heard that before. Right. So I'm looking at, you know, minus the OS probably, you're looking at probably 800 to 900. 850 probably. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So if you're lucky, you got eight games. You can have installed at any given Eight time. major games. Major games. Yeah. Right. Eight, eight big games. Yeah, yeah, I'm not talking like the indies and stuff like that. So for comparison, and again, I keep interrupting you. I'm no, you're sorry. Fine. No, so good. I use a one terabyte... SSD now. Same. Okay, external. And I I have on it right now, I want to say, I just looked this morning, how many rows are across. I have like 22 games, I think, on it. But I would say of those, you got RDA2, RDR2, Witcher, 
right. uh, Modern Same. Warfare. You know, I've probably got maybe eight to ten major games, and then the rest are smaller games. Right. Yeah. So yeah. something like that. Yeah, that, and that's what you're probably going to run into, which is, I guess is fine for most people. You know, for people, I've, I've used that for a couple of years. Yeah, and I've got yeah. I, I used to have a five hundred. I upgraded to a, a one terabyte. Um, I put a one terabyte SSD into my PlayStation Four. Yep. You know, so I'm I'm all about that memory and having extra now. But my PlayStation, unfortunately, um, is, is I don't that one. I have to kind of okay. What am I playing right now? Yeah. You know, I I don't like having to do that. This is kind of <laughs> you know we're kind of regressing. As far as I'm concerned, if, if you want to go, I want to have everything ready to go like that. Yep. You know, this is the digital age, you know, where we're, we're kind of, even right now with these kind of times, you know, we're kind of being forced to, you know, go digital if you're not already. Um, so <laughs> it bothers me that it's going to be that expensive, I think. And yeah. I think you're right. I think you're probably right on. It's Someone 100, said 100, and I'm like, if it's 100, it's a bargain. Yeah. Because the memory is just too expensive. Right. And, and we know, you know, they don't make a ton of money on their hardware normally, so. Nope. But at the same time, you know, I'm sure Seagate wants to. So, <laughs> you know, I guess you know, and, and this is, you know, and we'll come. I'm sure we'll talk about pricing for the console here in a little bit. But yep. as far as the expandable storage goes, I'm not a huge fan. Okay. Um, I wish. Um, it, but I understand where it come from because you can't run these new games. Right, is that that's that's the issue? The issue is that the the way both of these and we'll get to the yeah, PS5, both the same way, but yeah. both are um, the internal drive speeds and the optimizations done around forcing assets and textures and, and basically everything that has to be pushed to a game right, right. through these drive speeds and the APIs, the software, the middleware, whatever you want to call it, that's going to develop uh, push these games is dedicated for these systems. Right, and you can't even use a standard SSD. Like, my, mine right now wouldn't probably work. It's not as fast. Right, exactly. Yeah. So, thanks. And, that's even, and it's even crazier. And that was PS5. 125 bucks. So, I, I just put a... Essentially, what's being used in the Series X is what I just put in my new PC. Okay. It's an MVMA, MVME M2 drive PCI 4.0. That's the compliant thing, is PCI 4.0. That's what I just put in. And that drive... From an internal perspective, the actual card, right, mm -hmm. on sale was 145. Yeah, a one terabyte. Yeah, I have so. to look and see what I have in mind because um, it was relatively new. You know, I bought it a few months ago, but because I put one in my laptop as well. But man, yeah, it's it sucks. Case. But yeah, well, I understand where they, why they, excuse me, why they have to. But yeah, well, and we'll compare solutions, right? Because PS5 right. went a slightly different way. The only thing I do like about this, and it, and Diego, I think, was talking about this too on Twitter, is that the one neat thing, which we haven't really seen, is that you can, you know, you could put 10 new games that you're playing and yeah. literally plug them into my Xbox. Yeah, that's so, cool. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, whereas, whereas I could play them, right? It, it's kind of that portability factor. But I also think that we'll see, you know, it's going to be one terabyte at launch, right? And then you know they're going to make two terabyte ones oh, yeah, and four sure. terabyte ones. Yeah. And the price will go up. Kind of. I just hope it doesn't get stupid like the Vita because the Vita was ridiculous right. with the memory cards. They're still expensive. And damn thing haven't even been made in years. Yep. Um, so we'll see. Yeah. Um, next, they talked about velocity architecture. And again, some of this goes beyond me. I'm, I pulled a quote out here because this is important. And again, there's different things that the Xbox team and the PlayStation teams are doing to make uh, development of these kind of new game worlds more efficient. 
And so I'm just going to read this quote. It says, this is a revolutionary new architecture optimized for streaming of in-game assets. This will unlock new capabilities that have never been seen before in console development, allowing 100 gigabytes, so it's a big chunk, of game assets to be instantly accessible by the developer. The components of Xbox Velocity Architecture all combine to create an effective multiplier on physical memory that is quite literally a game changer. So what this is essentially saying, right, is that up to 100 gigabyte of game assets, a developer can basically push in almost real time where it doesn't have to read from memory. Mm -hmm. So you basically eliminate data transfer speeds or, or memory bandwidth with this new architecture that they're using. And again, PlayStation 5 is doing something similar, but I, I'm not an expert enough to really tell you all the components of how this works, but the engineers I've spoke to have been impressed by both this and what PS5 is doing. Right. And if you don't know, then I for sure don't know. <laughs> so, but, um, but this goes back to, uh, you know, the Series X and PS5 are designed as wholly kind of new units, and while there's all the compatibility with the old systems and you can right. play all your games, uh, the internals in particular, like we were talking about with the storage, need to run off of this right. architecture. Okay, so I'm curious how they're going to do this. So they, they, they came out and they said, what, one to two years, all games that are going to be released within the first year or two will be playable mm -hmm. on the old on Xbox One. Yep. Right. Now is that but they'll also be playable with this one, right? But with the the more assets? With that, the updates. With yeah. The updates. So they, okay, they did so. say that Gears five has a series up, update in the works. It'll be available on day one for free. Um, they're looking at one of the things they mentioned they already within a couple weeks had it running at hundred FPS, Gears five on the Series X. Um, mm. so you're gonna see, you know, probably native 4k 60 right and you're going to see up to 120 mps or fps for multiplayer is what they said so yeah those types of updates but again right if you want that series x specific update for the game you have to play it on have the to have x. it on the drive right yeah. okay all right that makes sense yeah i i the i think for us we'll be fine for the people listening we'll be fine right but for your average consumer they're gonna there's gonna be confusion here yeah um, yeah i mean i don't think they're gonna care you know People they might know. even know. I bet you people are going to run Gears Five on the Series X, right, off an external drive, and think that it's Series X enhanced when it's not. Yeah, does that I mean, make sense? They, they, yeah, they absolutely <laughs> could. I mean, or they just don't because I'm, I'm I'm actually curious of how many people actually have external drives. I mean, it's you know the big gamers do. You know, sure. me and you and you know some of the guys that watch and you know, but for the most part, mo like my kids they. They do because I gave them sure, one, right? Sure. So, yeah. you know, but normally they just have, you know, they play three games, you know? Yeah. And that's, and that's the vast majority of things. So I think it's going to come down to, you know, we can talk about this more later. It's going to come down to what do you have now? Can I play my stuff on it now? And do I really need to upgrade now? Yes. You know, and that's, that's true. You know, and especially so, considering these are probably going to be pricey. Yeah. That's unfortunate. <laughs> so. Uh, Xbox did confirm again, just to be clear, because there was some confusion with PlayStation, which we'll get to, um, all Xbox One games and any of the 360 and OG Xbox games that are backwards compatible today will be playable on Series X. So basically every every game you can play today, you yeah. can play on Series X. Perfect. Period. Easy. Um, it also, one thing I noticed is it has USB 3.2, uh, which is the newest USB and the fastest. So that could come into play in the future. 
we already talked about how it supports all those other things like uh, 120 frame, you know, HDMI 2.1, um, the uh, input lag, latency reductions, all these other things. So the whole bunch of other things going into the system that are really, really impressive that we've either touched on, but we don't need to spend a lot of time today on. Um, one thing that was really interesting they mentioned, and I found this kind of fascinating, is that they did say that, you know how Xbox One X runs backwards compatible games better? They're sharper, they're like 4K up-resed, and um, they're smoother and all that? Sure. Series X is going to do it even more, so even at a higher level. So Without, now those don't have to be... Right, the, same thing. On the same, but they, you, do those have to be on the SSD as well? You know what I mean? Like, do I have to put a 360 game on? Ah, uh, good question. Probably. Probably. That's Probably. Not... Yeah, I don't know for sure. If you're just upscaling it, right, yeah. instead of like actually, because it's not like a whole another bunch of assets. It's just good hardware, point. you know, so. Yeah, good point. I don't know. Hopefully um, not. <laughs> uh, so improve backwards compatibility there. And they said even as far as going to add HDR to games that were never developed with it. Right. So, which is really impressive, and they used a Halo Five as an example here. Yeah, I yeah. guess that's what I'm talking about. Like, like with those games that uh, adding HDR to. Well, I'm wondering if they'll have to be installed on the internal drive. Yeah. You know, I'll find out. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, as we said, Gears Five already running 100 frames, and then they showed off Quick Resume, um, where they basically said apparently up to five games you could basically have in suspended state. Right. Fantastic. Uh, even after a reboot, because this is stored in some sort of memory. Um, so really impressive that, you know, and the, the demo they showed of it was crazy, right? They were just jumping from game to game and going right into it. And yeah, that's re- pretty cool. Really neat. Now, yeah. the only thing in practical application here is I don't really jump from game to game. Maybe two, you know? Like, I may go from Ori and then play some multiplayer or something like that. But yeah. I'm not, I don't have five games running that I'm playing actively. Yeah, and, and most of them that I play will have, I mean, yeah, you jump back in the game. But it's, unless it's something like Ori where you just take over right where you're at. Yeah. But let's say you're playing <clears throat> like the Division 2, you're not going to be right where you were at because you'll get kicked out of the server sure. before yeah, that. Sure, yeah, it's a server-based game. Yeah, it's a server-based game. So, you know, that you know that was awesome. I also enjoyed the load time. Like anything, you put yeah. like a video in front of me, and I go, oh, that's <laughs> super pretty. Look at the flowers. I thought really? it was funny that you stayed decay because <laughs> if you're using the inter- the standard drive yeah. on Xbox One and playing State of Decay, it is, the load times are obnoxious. It's not as bad as they showed, but yeah, people have timed it. I did too with an OG <laughs> on a, Xbox One internal drive. Oh, with drive? the OG Xbox One. Yeah. Oh, with the X. No, that was way different then. Okay. But it was like twenty seconds less than what they showed okay. on the X. On the X. Okay. Yeah. So, and but yeah, the OG probably yeah. Yeah, because my son, it would, it, would have, it would have taken three hours. My son's loaded <laughs> in. He's still using an OG, and he he's played State of the Decay, and I've watched it. And I'm like, holy crap, you know? No, mine, mine. So I took it. I, I wanted to test it myself. So I took it all. I, I didn't realize they were on the OG. The hell uh, well, I don't know. In the video, they might have been on the X. I don't know. Yeah. So, but mine was only like twenty something seconds, which is still way better. I'm yeah. telling you, know, don't get me wrong. I, you know, but you know, what does that add up to in a lifetime? I don't know. <laughs> Depends <laughs> how many games. Yeah, you play. maybe a couple days <laughs> saved. But man, it's, it is what it is. <laughs> but it's still cool. I mean, I'm all about getting the games faster. Yeah, and, and and both systems are and prioritizing. It, that. Right, and it makes a it makes a huge difference in games like Battlefield and. Like, when you're loading in, you know, I remember when Battlefield 1 came out, I, when I put it on the SSD, you started a match, right? You were in the game faster. You were in the game so much faster. Yeah. So you could say, hey, I'm going to jump on that boat that's yeah. out there. Damn right, I'm going to get that cannon and get my, 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 
My kill streak. Yeah, see, I'm, up. Lo- I'm losing. We're losing the advantage now because everyone's going to be on the new drive. That's bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. That is true. The battlefield was one of those where uh, Bert and I would play with some friends, and him and I would already be in like a vehicle, and they'd be like, "I'm still loading in." And yeah. I'm like, "No, I'm going to A." Yep, I still see it. <clears throat> it's kind of funny. It's kind yeah, of nice. ridiculous that the developers didn't account for that. You know what I mean? To start everyone at the same time. Yeah. But, oh well. Battlefield. All right, so that's the high-level Series X. Um, most of that we knew. We, like I said, we got some further details that we just kind of touched on. So PlayStation 5, they came out then Tuesday, said uh, Cerny was going to give a presentation. It was one of the most bizarre console presentations I've ever seen. Mm-hmm. Um, it was basically like taking a class with Mark Cerny or Dana Carvey for an hour. Um, he does look like him. With Mystery Science Theater 3000, you know, but... Um, so let's talk through the PlayStation 5 specs. And this is again coming straight from uh PS blog. So, again, it's using an eight uh eight cores N2 CPU like the um like the Series X, a little slower, 3.5 gigahertz at variable frequency. The GPU uh, is 36 compute units at 2.23 gigahertz, variable again. And they gave a figure of 10.28 teraflops, um, but that is slightly misleading. We'll get to that in a minute. Uh, custom RDNA 2, like we talked about, it is also using 16 gigabyte of GDDR6. However, uh, it's a slower memory bandwidth than the um, than the Series X at 448 gigabytes a second. And then this is where it gets interesting too, is on the storage, right? So they are using a proprietary drive this is not a drive you can get anywhere it's actually faster than any drive you can buy for pc today it was custom designed for the ps5 Um, and because of that it doesn't follow normal standards as you would expect for storage size so instead of the one terabyte at 1024 megabyte if you're really getting into it that the drives we buy today it's 825 gigs so very strange um, but extremely fast, uh, about, you know, nearly two times as fast as what some of the other, um, uh, drives are. So about three gigabytes a second, typically for like a, uh, a very fast drive. You can buy, I think some five gigabyte drives on PC today. If I'm correct, don't melt me if I'm not, this one is five and a half gigabytes a second raw, uh, and then eight to nine gigabytes compressed. So super impressive there. It's also nice to see that the PS5 is going to have a 4K Blu-ray drive because if you remember the Pro skipped that feature. Um, So I know not a lot of people use those nowadays. I do. It's cool to have. All right. Um, They also talked about uh, some interesting things called uh, Boost. So I'm going to read this real quick. But Poot. Poot. Yes, Poot. Poot. Simply. Is Is this a sauce? I think so. This is what AMD referred to as special sauce, right? So how does Boost work? Put simply, the PlayStation 5 is given a set power budget tied to thermal limits of cooling. This is where PS5 gets weird. It's a completely different paradigm, said Cerny. Rather than running at a constant frequency and letting the power vary based on the workload, we run at constant power and let the frequency vary on the workload. Got that? Yeah. Okay. So <laughs> Does that mean it's going to sound like a jet engine still? We'll get to that. Yeah. Uh, we'll get to that in a second. So um, it's really interesting how they've designed the CPU and GPU. And it's different, um, more different than, say, the Xbox One and PS4 were. And, and it's different than the Series X. So um, <clears throat> uh, 
they talked about hardware ray tracing. Um, they went on for far too long about this drive speed. Now, I, I kind of get it. You know, that's that's their big win with the PS5, so mm-hmm. they focused on that. I get it. Sure. Uh, backwards compatibility, again, confusing. So when he gave the presentation, he said, um, we're supporting PS4 and PS4 Pro's, Pro. I can't speak today. PS4, PS4 Pro modes natively, which is good because yeah. you want your games to run as they just did on the PS4. Um, he said then we're testing up to 100 of the top titles, most of which we believe will be playable at launch. So that that's weird, right? Because people, there's thousands, there's 4,000 plus PS4 games. You may have 80 at launch, which is strange. Then PlayStation came out, the PS blog came out and said... That was a little confusing. Let's clear this up. <laughs> and it they made it more confusing. Awesome. So here's the two quotes they gave. And if you know exactly what this means, tell me, because I honestly don't. They said, we believe that the overwhelming majority of the 4,000 PS4 titles will be playable on PS5. Good okay. news, right? Yeah, sure. There's no time frame. Okay. They just, that's a blanket statement. They okay. then said, we've already tested hundreds of titles okay. and are preparing to test thousands more as we move towards launch. We will provide updates on backward compatibility in the future, in the months ahead. Nowhere in that clarity statement did they clarify how many are going to be available at launch. Right. They're just saying what they're testing, which is what Cerny said, too. We're testing hundreds of titles. We think the top hundred will be available at launch. So as of this moment, you've got some people saying, oh, they're all going to be playable. And then other people saying, well, they've clearly said that it's only going to be maybe the top hundred. Um, I don't know. Can you make sense of that? Uh, no, but, um, (laughs) from what it looks like to me is that maybe they've just started, you know, at the time of this, you know, whatever they did this conference and wrote it all up, or maybe they just started doing that backwards compatibility testing, but then, you know, they should just be able to pop a game in, right? (laughs) I mean, if, if, if it's working like, you know, the Xbox is supposed to be working, you know, mm-hmm. going to the X. Um, but they've been doing X. it for years, right? So. Yeah, they they plus it's a much the the UI, not the UI, but the the system that they're using or the architecture has basically been the same, you know, forever. You know, hasn't it's changed and improved, but it's always been a lot easier. It seems like on Xbox to just kind of go okay well, from is... X from especially from Xbox One to Series X, right? Uh, it's much more aligned with like a, a high budget PC, right? And that's how these things should be anymore. Yeah. Um, now, because really the, the the key here in selling this, I think this PS5 is going to be like, hey, can I play Rainbow Six Siege? Can I play Fortnite on it? You know, with you know, just can I play Call of Duty? You know, these are the games that you know are going to probably sell the system. FIFA, you know, Madden to a certain yeah, extent. all the big play games, right? So that's you know, I don't want to come in and be like, hey, I can't play, you know this game because you guys haven't tested it yet. I mean, it's, it's weird, but I have hope that this is just, I don't know. <laughs> it's, it's so, it, yeah. Cause it, cause it started out as like a hundred, you know, the top 100 games. It's like, okay, well, what does that mean? Like top 100 first party games? It's you probably know? played. I would assume probably for a mix of first party and top played. Yeah. Like GTA five. And yep. You exactly. know, it's probably gonna be on there. Yeah. You know, and, and, if if those seem to be working, then I don't see an issue with the rest of them working. I mean, if it's if they use a similar, you know, architecture. I mean, I, I don't know. Like I said, I'm not super techie guy over here, so 
you know, the way I've always seen it is that like the PS3 to the PS4, it was, you know, so hard apparently to pull those games over without yeah, being the C- emulated. Yeah, it's because of the CPU and the right. PS3. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't know, man. I, I, I hope. So, long we get story our whole short, library. you can't make any more sense. Of no. This. <laughs> yeah, because I want all my Yakuza games to come on over, you know? Yeah, want, that's a good question. You know, yeah. it, it's my MLB 20 that I just bought. I want to be able to play it, you know? Fair. Come, you know. Make it enhanced, you know, and well, are, they, are we getting that too? Yes, you know? and so they talked about that, and Cerny did. So the PS5 is going to do similar things, where it's going to run games higher res, you know, like we saw with Series X and Xbox One X, um, and they're boosted. And so that's where more of the confusion came in. Is he referring to only the top hundred will be boosted, meaning improved over the PS4, and all PS4 games are playable, no idea. or are only some going to be playable and some boosted? We don't know. Yeah. So stay tuned. Um, it's clear that PS4 backwards compatibility is in the works, yeah. and they they want to get to a place where you can play all your PS4 games on PS5. But there's just been it's confusing right now. Yeah. Um, and the whole you know there were rumors of well it support PS1, 2, and 3. No, you know, and and we kind of at least I did. I don't know if we talked about it, but I said don't expect that. You're not getting that. So just too much, too mm-hmm. hard to do that. Yeah. Um. And then they talked, you know, I, I, both of them talked about sound as well. Um, PlayStation is using this uh, this new kind of 3D audio tech is what they call it, the Tempest engine. They went into a lot of very advanced detail on sound and how that can be used in the future. Um, it, I don't know. It's, it's very cool, and I, I love the prospect of it, um, but... You're talking about things again that we'll see if it actually comes to fruition in games for most developers. Right um, now, no doubt that you know the sound will be improved. I think both it has of, to be. Yeah, they are the worst, and the only time you ever get anything halfway decent is their first-party games, and you have to have their headset, <laughs> which is garbage. <clears throat> I've got a pair of Astro A50s, yep. you know, 7.1, whatever. It, they're amazing headsets. I've got the base station where I can just go, boom, put yeah. on the PlayStation, bring it on over. But none of those games are really, it's all, sim, you know, simulated. Simulated you know? surround, yeah. So it's not, you know, now with the Xbox, I can get some actual decent surround sound with... Uh, well, and they started supporting um, the audio codecs earlier than PlayStation. Right. So, they're, you know, they've been aligned with Dolby Atmos for over two years now, and they've worked extensively with Dolby. And that's what's weird here, again. We're kind of starting the comparison, but Series X has continue to tout Dolby Atmos and working with those kind of known 3D audio, ray tracing audio, they've used all these things this week, right? Those known codecs, whereas PlayStation and Mark Cerny basically came out and said, hey, we're using this Tempest engine, it's unique, and again, it's like a proprietary route, mm-hmm. which is kind of weird, because anytime you talk about, and we've seen this over generations, anytime you talk about things that are proprietary to a console, that the most development is cross-platform, right? Overwhelmingly yeah. is cross-platform. And it's just the fact of the matter that development cross-platform is going to prioritize what can work for all three, four, however many platforms you're developing for. Mm-hmm. Not many developers will sit there and take extra time to take advantage of specific proprietary features of one console in cross-platform development. It just doesn't happen. Right. Because um, mm-hmm. it's just time and money. Yeah. So... It's kind of weird. So anyway, we'll jump into the comparison. So there's been a lot of chatter. Uh, You know, I've talked about it extensively. I know you, me, and Bert talked about it when I was first telling you guys, hey, here's some of the specs I was given a long time ago. And if these are accurate, um, 
we're going to see a gap here in terms of just horsepower. Mm-hmm. Um, what's most surprising to me about seeing all these final specs is that there was a leak about um, third quarter of last year, I want to say. Something like that. Maybe second quarter. It, it wasn't when we first talked about Series X, but later on there was a leak um, which nailed this. Mm-hmm. All these specs are to a T what that was. Good job, um, leaker. <laughs> so whoever that was. So it, all up, if you just look at raw horsepower, right? Mm-hmm. Series X is substantially more powerful than the PlayStation 5. It just is. Um, it has a faster CPU. It has a much larger, more powerful GPU. Uh, like I said, the, the GPU in the PS5 is 36 compute units. and the Xbox, it's 52. It's just a much broader uh, GPU, and it can run more uh, bandwidth at a lower speed. So as you can see, the, the 1.85, or 1.8 gigahertz on the Xbox, 2.2, which is extremely high for a GPU in the PlayStation 5. It's actually so high that a lot of people are questioning what that heat is going to look like because most PC GPUs don't go over 2 gigs. So 2.2 is way up there. Um, the other confusing thing about the PS5 is they showed a theoretical 10.28 teraflops. That's at max performance. But they're, because the GPU and the CPU are variable, you, you're pulling power back and forth. Mark Cerny himself even said, we believe that the GPU most of the time can run at that rate. So going back to the leak, when they said PlayStation 5 was 9.2 teraflops, Pretty much any analyst right now, Digital Foundry, all these other people that have done these analysis on these consoles, have said that leak was accurate, and all they've done here is over-boost this to make it look like it's going to be max power all the time, but it's not. Um, And then you also talk about the other thing is the memory bandwidth. Like I said previously, the memory bandwidth in the Xbox Series X is almost uh, almost 20% faster, 560 gigabytes a second versus uh, 448 so when you add all that up, compute units, uh, power, memory bandwidth, just on a raw horsepower level, um, the Series X is a good, good bit more powerful than the PlayStation Five. Cool. I mean, yeah. I mean, that's yeah. That's just we, we kind of that's just saw that coming though. We did. That's yeah. what I mean. It's interesting that all of this played out as we kind of expected over the past right. several months. So my my question to you is then, okay, so we've got in the gaming community, we've got the 95% that don't give a shit about any of these. Yep. All right. Yep. Then we've got probably a two to three, two and a half percent. We'll just say half of them. Yep. You know, that are really into these, like this is going to be way, way more powerful, you know, and then we've got the other two and a half that are like, I have no idea, <laughs> but I'm really, you know, obviously we're going to buy both, but can it do 4K 60? Yep. You know, that's that, that's that for me. That's where I'm at. Yep. I want to be able to do 4K 60 because I'm not buying a new TV because that's expensive. <laughs> You're talking, you know, two consoles plus another three thousand dollars probably for a decent one. You know, you want to do yeah. that 120. Right. Absolutely. <laughs> and I, you know, but right now, yep. I want it to be able to do 4K 60. I think it looks like they both can do that. They will. Yeah. Yes. Okay. They're both. Let's be clear. Series X is substantially more horsepower, right? right? They're both pretty amazing consoles. Yeah. 
and they're both going to run games, they are so much more of a generational leap than we saw with PS4 Pro and Xbox One X. Yeah. So I, I saw all kinds of ridiculous things going on this week, right? But I saw people like, well, how does PS5 compare to an Xbox One X? It's like, it's not even in the ballpark. Yeah. It, it's way more powerful than an Xbox One X. Yeah. Um, and the CPU advancements on both is where we're really going to see some nice improvements. That's where our frame rates and, you know, just other things are going to come into play. So, right. um, yeah, so in that vein, these are great systems. Now, where where it gets interesting um, is in this I.O. throughput and the drive. Uh, I don't even know what I.O. throughput is. <laughs> so, Again, it, it's, it's... I don't even know what API stands for. What is that? That's an alternate programming interface. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> so, don't worry about it too much, but what this essentially means is that, you know, we have heard, and I actually talked to some engineers about this, like I said, is that what what Cerny tried to say is that raw horsepower is not the be-all, end-all of development in the future. Sure. And there's there's some truth in that, and fuck, I, it, fuck it, if I'm going to argue with Mark Cerny yeah, on no. tech, right? Dude's I, a, I would agree with that. Yeah, dude's a genius, yeah. right? So, I'm not going to argue on it. Um, I think... Um, but then again, you also have to realize he's speaking for Sony, right, and sure, PlayStation. Yeah, so you know he's got a he's got a job to do there. Yeah. So <clears throat> everything I've seen from Digital Foundry, and they've done some great comparisons this week, long videos on both. I've seen some actual guys from Digital Foundry basically knocking these idiots aside all week with all this nonsense, right? Mm -hmm. The people are both sides going back and forth. Um, <clears throat> but what I've the people I've talked to have said that yes. Um, the Xbox Series X is very much like a highly efficient, very powerful PC. It's designed in that kind of architecture, right? Um, and so there's benefits to that, right? Because if you think about it, when, when we were talking about cross-platform cross, development, right? right. When a, a big developer, let's take Doom for example, perfect example, and they're developing for PC primarily, right? It's going to be very easy for them to fully optimize Doom for the Series X mm -hmm. and get that high-end PC experience, right? Sure. Ultra settings. They're saying, you know, beyond a 2080 Super today for a Series X, which is super impressive, right? Um, PlayStation 5, because it's got less raw horsepower, there's some things it does and some middleware. They talked about this geometry engine. They talked about, you know, these throughput speeds and how you can kind of use this drive as, as similar to RAM to increase memory bandwidth. All things that developers will know way better than any of us talking about this, right? Mm -hmm. They can kind of do some things to make it efficient to try and close some of that gap. In the most simplest terms, <laughs> what I've heard from many people this week is... Um, PlayStation 5 is doing some very unique things, um, things we haven't seen a console do before, which should be applauded, right? It's really neat. Um, it's going to play games 4K60, be fantastic, etc. Um, but just if you're being matter-of-fact, it can't close the whole gap. It just can't. Okay. It just doesn't have the horsepower to do it. Well, let me ask you this then, yep. while we're on the subject. You've seen... I've seen tweets, I don't get into them too much because it's mostly garbage, but um, <clears throat> the developers are really saying that I think, you know, like the PS5 is probably more than people are giving it credit for. I based think on that's And that's what some of the engineers told me, yes. Okay. And I think that's coming because the Xbox guys, as you would expect, right, mm -hmm. if you just look at these two papers side by side, yeah. um, 
are, of course, you know, touting their horns and waving their flags. API! Um, <laughs> RNA2! And, and like I said, raw horsepower. Yeah. It's not even questionable, right? right? It's a substantial increase. But, yes, I have heard from some of the people who know this better than me saying that PS5 will have some unique things that can help, you know, some of this development. And we actually saw an article out of, uh, I don't really quote them too much because they're hit or miss, but WCCF Tech, right? Mm-hmm. You know that site. They basically made the point that we should see Sony first party take advantage of all these unique features. Oh, yeah, like sure. we were talking about cross-platform development is where it gets weird, right? But Sony first party, when they're using internal engines and studios and the Decima engine, right? And they're all working together and optimizing. what that would look like. Right. So we've seen people from Naughty Dog, uh, Ready at Dawn, which is a second party studio. But they've talked about, hey, we're really excited for PlayStation 5, which goes without saying. Sure. Um, <clears throat> so I think we'll see... My point being, I think we'll see, like we did on the PS3, that the developers who really take the time to optimize, the results on PS5 will be really strong. But from a generality perspective, and you're talking about cross-platform, PC, how it compares, um, Series X is, is you know, is going to be the monster. Right. So we, we thought it was. So when we see the games, the third-party games like Doom, um, that come out, mm-hmm. and Digital Foundry has done, yeah. you know, they always do their I, thing. I, I would... Bet you this, my game room, that overwhelmingly Series X is going to perform better. Hmm. So. What do I have to put up? <laughs> How about a, a monster? A monster energy? No, yeah. no well, but yeah. I, I, think, I think that's what you're going to see. Going back to my point around when you're talking about cross-platform development and budgets and mm-hmm. time and all those things come into play... I, I just think you're going to see that raw horsepower used more efficiently than these unique things that the ps5 is doing right i mean i could see that too yeah, yeah for sure yeah. Um, now you already made the point to 95 percent of people yeah it's not gonna make a difference it's not gonna make a difference no so where where do you see these things you know we've talked about the specs we've talked about everything prices yeah i mean this is all guesswork obviously yep. because you know we've, we've seen nothing and i um, actually in all the conversations i've had and the stuff i've been handed over the past several months you know behind the scenes prices never come up Really? Never. That's scary. No, other than speculation. Right. Right. So uh, I think PS5 is going to try to go. So I know we've been talking for a while about this, but what's really interesting, we were talking about the price of drives and how expensive drives are. Right. So PS5 is using a much smaller uh, 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 sock. Right, the, the the CPU and GPU, the chip, it's a smaller chip, which means it's going to be cheaper from AMD. It's just matter of fact, right? Yep. But their drive has to be very expensive because mm-hmm. it's this proprietary, super super fast drive. So we've we have seen analysts say that the PlayStation Five, at least weeks ago, was estimated to be around four hundred and forty to build, okay. literally just the parts. Right. Series X was estimated at four eighty, okay. so about a forty dollar difference. It's really not big of a difference. <laughs> so personally, what I think is that Sony really wants to launch at four ninety nine. Sure. Um, and I think that Xbox will do whatever they can, even taking a loss to match them. Well, they they have that's what they always do. You know, I mean, normally you're not going to make your money back on the, the hardware, and they and no. Xbox knows that. Sony knows that. No, but I mean, know. Xbox One was a hundred more. Yeah. Right. You know, they have they because have they connect. To. Yeah. Well, that was garbage. <laughs> Hey, so, I like the Connect. Yeah. Connect. No. I like the Connect and the Vita. Uh, I mean, I never had a Vita. I like the 3 do. I like the Turbo Graphics. I support all the dumb nonsense. Yeah. But uh, <clears throat> where's your Stadia? 
<laughs> Whoa. All right. There is a line. Yeah, there's a line. <laughs> I never yeah. had a virtual boy either. Huh? I think they, if they want to compete and have some really good healthy competition, um, I think they're going to have to both come out at probably close to 500. Or, yeah. you know, that or four, yeah, 499.99, whatever. <laughs> yeah, same thing. 500 yeah. bucks. So, you know, that's... That's I won't pay five hundred. I'll pay four ninety nine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not paying the taxes. <laughs> Screw you, government. But um, <clears throat> there's a like I don't see Sony going down and saying okay, it's gonna be three ninety nine. No, you know, they can't. You know, yeah, they were taking a huge loss. They can't. You know, they're they're they don't profit off of these consoles. You know, in much anyway. So they're they're we've always said their services, their games. Yeah. You know, that's where they make their money. Um, so. I don't know, man. I mean, I'm gonna obviously we're gonna buy both. Yep. Um, as far as you know, which one's gonna outsell each other? The other one? I mean, I, I have no idea. I, I think on, you know, I think they're gonna be closer. I but, think, yeah. But on a global level, people have to remember that the PlayStation is in twice as many markets as the Xbox. Mm-hmm. PlayStation has a better global distribution model than Xbox does. It's, again, facts. Yeah. We're just talking facts. So whenever you look at global sales, PlayStation's going to win. I mean, even as good as the Xbox 360 did, mm-hmm. uh, especially in the U.S. where it outsold the PS3 almost 4 to 1, mm-hmm. right? In the main market, PS3 still caught it in the end. They yeah. still sold 86 million units each. Gross. And that's just, the, that's just the global matter. So I think... I think Series X, like the Xbox One, is going to do well in its core markets. Going to right. do really well in the U.S., going to do really well in the U.K., Canada, etc. But global level, I still see the PS5 selling better. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I would say the same thing. It's, it's just, you know, people, you know, are getting more and more comfortable with whatever ecosystem they're in. Yeah, so, sure. you know, and that's that's the bigger chunk of the population, the bigger chunk of gamers. You know, if, if their friends have it, that's where they go to. You know, if they want to play certain, you know, but even that, you know, now is kind of being called into question, you know, with the cross cross play. And yeah, and I hope that know, continues to expand. Right. That's yeah. the biggest thing for me, you know, because as far like my, my kids play a lot of like Siege, you know, and that's yeah. not quite cross play yet on the Xbox between Xbox and PlayStation. I think you can play PlayStation and PC, but um, it, it's. That's what's gonna you know close these close the gap. I think is that is that people will just be able to buy whatever one they really want to. They're gonna be oh this is my library. This is where I want to take it over. Yeah, you know, and and that's really gonna make the biggest difference. That's what we the can... backwards compatibility question. Right, I'm sure those Sony engineers are working overtime to try and oh 100. They're crunching as we speak. Yeah, and and if somebody comes up to me and says you know and I'm a big fan of GTA Five or you know does that run on the PlayStation Five? Yes, fantastic. Right, you know. If I'm going to upgrade, that's where I'm going to go to. Yep. You know, but I'm, I'm excited to see 4K60 like all the time. <laughs> mm. You know, because I really don't ever see it like a consistent 4K60. You don't get it with very many games. Well, not you and, know. and a lot of games. So Doom runs in 4K60, right? right? But it's not native. There's a very big difference between sure. native 4K and the oh, yeah, horsepower yeah. to run native 4K versus upscaled for is huge, right. right? So that's why. But that's Doom, why we have these. Yeah. So <laughs> so Doom runs. I want to say it's like 14-something on PS4 Pro and then upscaled, right? And then Xbox One X is 1800p, which we see a lot upscaled. Mm-hmm. And they look great, but there's going to be a very big difference when you have not only native 4K, 
but you have the higher textures as well, all that other data. Because a lot of the games that run 4K60 on console compared to PC, well, they'll run 4K60, they're upscaled, but then they also don't have like what would on PC be considered the ultra settings, right? They don't sure. have all those extra ray tracing or texture maps or yeah. all these other things. It's like playing The Witcher 3 on the Switch. Oh, Jesus, yeah. let's not do that. I did. So, I know, I know. <laughs> Uh, there's one thing we forgot to mention, uh, which is oh, important. Um, we, we we commented on all the storage solutions for the Xbox Series X, forgot yeah. about PlayStation 5, and that needs a conversation. Sure. So, it has a custom drive, like we said. Mm. It's 825 gigabytes. Weird. Now, very weird. Um, in fact, I've never seen that before, right? This is a brand new drive. But, keep in mind, that's that's total data. Yeah. So, you got to run the OS. Sure. So... Theoretically, 675-ish? Yeah, you're 675, 650-ish. And what's most concerning to me, there's no expandability at launch. So what Cerny talked about is there's an, supposedly what he said, and I'm just going on the information he gave us. There is an extra port in the hardware cool. where you can plug in internally. Yep. So again, you're talking about that internal thing like the PS4 did, right? right? Where you can plug in an extra drive. However... This proprietary drive is PCI 4.0, like we said, mm-hmm. super fast. And he said that any drive you plug into it will have to be as fast or faster than the PS5 drive and compliant with it. So they're going to discuss compatibility in the future. But as of this moment, there's no drive. Right. There's no drive you can plug into the PS5. So what that means is, unless something changes in the next six months, which it could... Um, at launch, when you buy your PS5, you're going to have about 600, a little less than 700 gigs to work with, and that's it. Yeah. There's nothing else you can do. So, so is it, okay, so I look at, like, a regular SSD, like the ones that you plug in, yep. you know, where you have to put in a case or whatever. Yep. So, that's what's in there, I'm assuming, at launch, right? You've got your, whatever the hell it's called. N V A B D C S S D. Yeah. Okay. So, but they're gonna the what N V M E. N V M E. Okay. Yes. So they have one in there. Right? They're they're a proprietary one. Right. Yes. You're right. So why not just make more of those? <laughs> and then because it's the and same then thing, sell right? Them, you mean right? Yeah. I mean, yeah. It's, if you're gonna make a proprietary, Xbox is making a proprietary. Well, you might as well make it the same way. You know what I mean? I mean, just slide it. There's one in there. It's like, hey, here's my SSD. Boom. This one's inside the or the PS5. Yeah. I got another one outside the PS5. I plug it. They're the same damn thing. Why can't we just make more of those SSDs? Why so I, so I think so. That's exactly what Xbox did. They worked with Seagate. Said, "Here's the drive we're using. Yeah, right. Mimic right. it in a portable form. Right. Plug it in. It works like internal. They don't even have to make it portable though. No, but what I'm saying is that takes a lot more work than you would expect to make it portable or to just make it. Because if you, you see what I'm yeah, saying, yeah, you're you're saying to basically make additional ones that you can just buy and right. then plug into your PS5. Right. Yeah. I mean, that seems like the easiest way to do it. You yeah, know, because it's really not hard to put in an SSD even on the PS4. It's basically a screw, and then a couple it's other screws. Easy. Yeah, yeah so I haven't easy. done it, but I watch videos. Right yeah. now, if they if they do the same thing where they just make a slot, and you just kind of like what the Xbox has, but a little bit bigger or whatever it is. I mean, I mean, it just seems. I'm not, like I said, not a tech guy, but I, it's like, it seems so simple to me to say, hey, here's an extra SSD drive. Plug it in. We've got well, an extra slot for that. So, unless, they, unless that slot is much, much smaller, 
You know what I mean? It's not the same size as their internal yeah, they, SSD. So they have to come up with some casing. Because have you ever seen like a raw SSD drive, yeah. right? Without the case on it, right? right. Yeah, I've got so a couple. So you'd have to figure out casing. But I don't know how the PS5 internals are designed. That's in the, the biggest thing. Yeah, in, in the sense of... Do you like the PS4? Do you slot a cased one in there? Like, you know, a lot of people use those Fire CUDA drives, right. right, where it's already cased. But if you're, like, modifying a PC, for example, you use kind of the raw card. It doesn't have a case on it, right? Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. You plug it in. I don't know like what the that. PS5 is going to do. Right, that's that's what I'm saying. <laughs> if they made it like that, right, where you can just, because it plugs in at the end, and you just click, it's in there. But remember, this is a console, and they always yeah. they typically think about easy use. Who? Well, if that's the case, and just put it on a damn... USB, you know, like a 3.2. USB's not fast enough. A 3.2 isn't? I don't know. Or maybe USB-C. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, man. No, it's I, not. That I mean, that's kind of the whole point here is that it's using those internal speeds. I hate you. <laughs> I hate all of you. It's proprietary, <laughs> stupid <clears throat> storage solutions. I have four games on my PS4. Well, I... Um, eight PS5. on my Xbox. I mean, yeah, PS5. So I think that's... I think that got overlooked a lot in this conversation because I didn't see many people talking about it. It was one of the first questions I heard in my head was, wait a minute, you're talking 825 gigs without the OS and there's no other drive you can put it in at launch? Uh, like, that sounds crazy to me. Yeah. Like, I know the Series X is weird, not weird, but, you know, with its expandable cards, but at least you can expand it as much as you want. Right. If you want to buy 10 terabytes of cards, you can. Right. You'll spend two grand, but... Yeah. <laughs> You can have a fanny pack full of extra <laughs> cards and run yeah. around. It's just you have no options. I guess that's the best word, right? What options right, do you have? Right now you have nothing right? because they haven't told us anything. Correct. Two you years know? from now, when drives are up to the speed or faster and cheaper, right? PS, that'll be great. Because then you can just plug a four terabyte in there, you know, internal. You won't have to worry about it. Yeah. You'd be good. But at launch and in the short time frame, this is kind of strange. Yeah, I don't know. So. I would think by launch they'd have something, <clears throat> you know, but... Yeah, we'll see. I hope so. Yeah, we'll see. So um, I, It's weird. Crazy. Yeah, anyway. All right, we've gone on enough. Wow, we've talked about these systems for a while. Yeah. So, let's uh, let's just move on to a couple other things we got this week. There actually wasn't a whole ton of news because mm-hmm. so much focus was on these systems this week. So, just a couple things we'll run through. So... Call of Duty. Um, Warzone is out. It's going crazy. It has been out for, I think, 11 days as we record this, and it has already passed 30 million players. Gross. So it's just escalating um, at a rate higher than Fortnite and Apex, which I think we talked about last week, too. Um, and it's uh, you know it's excellent. So I did a review on it. It is on the site. If you haven't jumped in yet, want to know some more about it, check that out. Mm. But we also got a rumor this week, a pretty reliable rumor from what I could tell, that um, the 2020 Call of Duty coming later this year is going to be Black Ops as expected because it's being made by Treyarch, but it's going to be a reboot. That uh, they're bringing the characters back from Black Ops 1, um, and they're going to kind of start this franchise over again, very similar to what we just saw with Modern Warfare, right? Which was hugely successful. So Yeah, God forbid you come up with an original freaking idea. <laughs> Any of you people, fucking Modern Warfare... Fucking black ops now. I mean, it, are flying. It's driving me nuts, man. <laughs> I mean, it, it it's not just games. It's movies. This is kind of like a pet peeve. It's always like <laughs> I got to reboot something. Like somebody was like, I want to reboot. You know, it was The Rock. Big Trouble in Little China. If you do that, you, The Rock. You you had this rant last week, I think. I, I'll do it again. <laughs> Don't stop with the reboots, man. You know, I think you could come up with something. You know, and at this point. <laughs> We're going. We've only got through four Black Ops. 
I mean, there yeah. were nine Star Wars movies. They didn't have to reboot and stuff. They just did more. Wait till they reboot Star Wars. <sighs> that ain't happening. <laughs> Ever. Because people aren't stupid. I think someone would burn Disney headquarters down. I think everybody would. <laughs> we're going to reboot it and have Leonardo DiCaprio play. Stop it. All right, we're moving Han on. Solo. We're moving. All right, so uh, we'll see what that looks like regardless. Um, <clears throat> Gears 5. So uh, if you're familiar with Gears, they do operations, which are kind of like their seasons, right? They're like three-month things. Um, Operation 3 is going to be uh, coming this week, or the information is going to be coming this week. It's called Gridiron. And in the picture that they tease, it shows Cole on the front holding a flag. So for those familiar with Gears, um, this could be really interesting because in Operation 2, they added free-for-all which uh, I wasn't a big fan of in terms mm. of game modes. But for if they do capture the flag or bring back some sort of objective mode like that in Gears, that would actually be uh, pretty cool for Gears fans because that's not something that we've seen often. Um, capture the flag in Gears hasn't been around in a long time. So pretty cool. We'll see what that looks like. Yeah. Um, play it on your Series X in sometime. <laughs> yeah, seven, eight months, hopefully. <laughs> they did confirm uh, Major Nelson and Xbox came out and said they're still shooting for this year. So, because yeah. the coronavirus, you know, they're talking yeah. about concern. Um, Resident Evil 3 demo, I figured I'd let you speak to this since I'm sure you're playing it nonstop. No. <laughs> nope. I literally looked at it and I was like, nope. Nope, didn't even download it. I ain't going to come at it, yeah. yeah. I can't even deal, I, I could barely deal with the two. Demo. Oh, that was so fun. I'm going to go walk back and watch that again. Ugh. That was fun. If you haven't watched that, we made Dan play the Resident Evil 2 remake demo when it came out. And if you listen to us, you know that Dan doesn't play horror games. And Bert and I uh, just watched and laughed because it was hilarious. <sighs> I forgot we made that. Yeah, we did. <laughs> it was fun. Yeah. All right, so the <laughs> Resident Evil 3 demo is out. I know people are loving it. Uh, looks great. I'm just not a huge fan of RE3, but I hope everyone's enjoying it. And then as you're listening to this, there is an open beta coming on Friday, excuse me, on Friday for Resident Evil Resistance, which is this 4v1, you know, kind of multiplayer co-op experience that uh, people are curious about. So I will be trying this. I'd like to see what it's like. Sure. Um, you yeah. going to try this one? No. Still no? No. It's well, not, you know what? That maybe. This is more like a saw type thing, you oh, know? Oh, even better. No. Hey, well, it's like, it's four people trying to escape while one person messes with them. So it's like Friday the 13th game, but probably way better. <laughs> yeah, 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 pretty much. Mm -hmm. But I think it's like um, a guy watching from like a command center, uh -huh. doing pulling levers and stuff. Oh, that might be cool. You know what I mean? As long as I can be that guy. So yeah. I don't know how it works, but yeah. yes, one person is that guy, one person is the four survivors. Yeah. So we'll see. Uh, it looks interesting, if nothing else. I just don't really know why there's people are trying to bring back this 4v1 game type when... No. It tried and failed miserably, pretty much. Yeah. So we've got this. Oh, like evolve. Evolve. Oh god, that was terrible. Yeah. Um, the predators coming. Predators coming too. That so. might be, you know, but that, that's a different IP. So maybe you got to help the help IP out a little bit. Carry it. Yeah. Hopefully. Well, same with Resident Evil, right? right. People that buy Resident Evil Three are getting Resistance, so yeah, you know they're sure. hoping that audience will catch on there. Yeah, we'll see. Um, one interesting thing, we also got, uh, and it really wasn't applicable to what we're talking about too much, but we got Microsoft GameStack this week, which was like a two-day kind of game development, behind-the-scenes look at things going on in Xbox. But it, it's while it was on Mixer and you could watch it and stuff, it was much more about development, right? It wasn't just game news or console news. However, uh, one of the general managers uh, internal to Xbox who's responsible for some type of first-party content made the comment of, 
as part of our 16 first-party studios, and he was very clear about it. Um, as of this moment, Xbox has 15 studios. Um, and so there's been a lot of talk about this because, you know, this guy, a guy like that who talks to these studios on an everyday basis doesn't make a slip like that. Uh, Does he? You don't, you don't say 16 when you mean 15, I don't think. Yeah. Um, and so there's, there's already been a lot of speculation. I've actually talked to a bunch of people, you know, offline about, uh, what studio will be next. And so the, the biggest expectation here is a Sobo. Who did Plague Tale? Yeah, man. Um, because they are also working on um, Flight Simulator. They're doing. Um, they're part of that development team, Sexy. and it, it just seems to be like a good fit in that regard. And then the other rumor, well, you know, the other speculation, and this is a bigger one. I, I it would be interesting to see. I don't think it's going to happen. Would be Techland out of Poland, mm-hmm. because there was some talk of a Polish developer joining the squad. Techland delayed uh, Dying Light Two, mm-hmm. um, and Techland is just. When you talk about big Polish developers, there's not a whole lot. Yeah. So they're one of the premier, and Dying Light 2 is probably going to be a massive hit. So um, anyway, it's kind of interesting. I don't know. You know, I would expect that any first-party studio announcement we will get when we get the uh, digital E3. Yeah. I mean, either one of those, that's fine. Or anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. Whatever you guys want to do, yeah. man. So uh, one nice thing is whoever it is, if it is, right, is that what we're seeing, and even on the Sony side too, is that we're seeing first party continue to grow and expand and gain talent and people coming in from all over. Xbox has expanded like crazy. Sony hasn't been as vocal with it, but a lot of their studios have been expanding too. Yeah. Um, which is cool to see. I want to see some yeah, results. That's yeah, what I want to exactly, see. Exactly, yeah. Yeah, and then we haven't seen it from either of them lately. You know, we know. Some stuff that's maybe in development, but that's about it. You yeah. Know what I mean, yes. Well, we did get a rumor. I didn't actually have it on here, but did you see the rumor of uh, Spider-Man Two? Gosh, I don't know. My God, please. <laughs> so uh, uh, the Horizon Zero Dawn Two. Well, the rumor this week was, uh, yes, Spider-Man Two's been in development. That should go without saying, right? Uh, supposed to launch in late 2021, so late next year, God. with uh, Venom and Carnage. Oh. So oh. I don't know a whole lot about Spider-Man. I'm not a huge fan, but I know I figured you would be oh. all over it. I'm all over it. Let's happen. Let's happen immediately. That will be part of my 825 gig <laughs> space used. I've heard it's going to be 430 sure. gigs. So. Yeah. <laughs> That's okay. That's the only one I can play. Um, yeah, I mean, there, there's so many IPs that I can. I want to see. I want to see some of these old games, too, kind of. Like, not even old games, like God of War. I want to see. It's already gorgeous. Oh, yeah, stunning. Can you imagine just... Yeah. Mm. Horizon Zero Dawn right now, upgraded. I'm hoping they do like a. Gosh. Hoping they do a um, a uh, PS5 upgrade for Last of Us Two. Oh yeah. Oh for sure they will. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Well, we saw remastered on PS4. Yeah, that's true. So we'll see what Sony does in that. Crunch and stuff. So (laughs) crunch and stuff. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds like a cereal. Yeah. All right, so um, let's talk about currently playing. We've obviously got Doom out. Um, you said you, you're not playing it. No, uh, I, I decided... I may have to quarantine you. Yeah, that might be it. <laughs> <laughs> so I was... It's one of those games where I played the first Doom, or the, the Doom yeah, 2016. The reboot. The, right. the, the reboot. <laughs> yeah, the, yeah. And it's... I, I value my games when I buy them. I mean, I buy a lot of games. But... Like, how much I can get out of it. You know what I mean? Okay. You know, people are going to play it on Nightmare Mode. I'm going to play it on the one with the bat pacifier in his mouth because, I'm, you know, that's just how I do it normally. Sometimes <laughs> I don't. Um, 
but yeah, 99% of the time <laughs> I play it on either easy or normal. So I figure I would be able to get through it really, really fast, you know, within like, especially now that we've got nothing to do. Yeah. And so I was like, it's going to eventually come to Game Pass probably. If it doesn't, I'll get it for sale sometime. Okay. But so I've been, yeah, I'm waiting on that one. I do want to see what it looks like. But I'm turn it on here. Yeah. For you. I, that, 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 that was the one thing that was pushing me towards getting it. I was like, man, I want to see this. Yeah, it's, you know? it's gorgeous and runs yeah. super smooth. Right. Um, the funny thing, you were talking about difficulty. This one's harder. Yeah, okay. Um, been playing it. I'm so, playing it on Hurt Me Plenty, which is normal. Yeah. Uh, I usually play on harder, as we've talked about, right? I've been surprised that on Hurt Me Plenty, it's been a challenge. There mm-hmm. are challenging parts. Um, it is absolute chaos. And there's so much... Uh, so many more nuances to the combat now because you have like this flamethrower and grenade launcher and ice ball and all these extra things. And depending on how you kill enemies is how you get your armor, your health, your ammo, all these other things. So there's a constant thought process in your head of I need to kill this enemy with the chainsaw because I need to get some ammo so I can kill him and get some health and get Ooh. some armor. And um, yeah. it's, yeah, it's 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 a challenge, but it's, it's pure adrenaline. Yeah. The intro to it when you first turn on the game I was literally sitting there the other day, turned it on, and I just sitting there by myself down here like a lunatic because I had a big Joker-like smile on my face. <laughs> um, it's just, it's fantastic. And there's tons of nostalgia in it. You can unlock, like, the old Doom games in it. You can unlock the old soundtracks. Um, you have, like, a home base now where the collectibles you get show up and stuff, you know, the little Absolutely. dolls and everything. It's just, it's very, very well done. Loving nice. it so far. Yeah, other than that, I mean, I play the Ori. Like last week I was like, screw this. I played five minutes and put it down because I was getting ready. I was getting so mad. Like this is five minutes. Bear in mind after the whole intro, which is super long. Yeah, you know, pretty long. Yeah. So I played five minutes. I was like, no, nope. I'm gonna throw this away. But I I didn't buy it. I game passed it. So I was like, okay, you know what? It's such a gorgeous game. I really like the art style. Yeah. Um, I'm gonna give it another try. And I've actually been doing okay. The problem with Ori that I've had is that it gets a little bit too complicated. Like, there are so many, like, mechanics Mm -hmm. that you have to, you know, shoot yourself this way. You know, a lot of backtracking, which I don't mind that so much. But it's just like, LB does this, RB does this. There's so many things going on. You've got to combine them all the time. You know, it's just like, oh, just let me smash stuff. (laughs) That's what I want to do, smash stuff. And there's some places where I can't get through. Or I don't understand how to get through. And, you know, and eventually, you know, it's just that kind of thing frustrates me. But it's a really, really gorgeous game. I'm, I'm going to keep pushing through it um, because I actually want to finish this one because the other one I couldn't because I was just getting my butt hammered. You know, so um, besides that, I played, uh, I finished, this is crazy, my seventh playthrough of State of Decay 2. So I want to try. So I've got. I, I did all four because there's four different. You know, like there's the sheriff, the builder, the trader, the mm. warlord, or whatever. It, so and you unlock things for your next. Is that the Heartland stories, or you're just talking about the character progression? The, so I'm. This is like your basic playthrough. Okay, because Heart, Heartland, Heartland is something different. Had stories in it. Two, right. Two perspectives. Right. Yeah. I haven't. Okay. That I'm gonna go back and try again. Okay. Or try for the first time. I haven't done that one yet. That's the, or the Daybreak DLC. Is that? That's the other one. There's, there's two. There's, there's so Heartland is the single player. Yeah, Heartland is the single player. Yeah, that's the basically survival. Okay. Throughout the thing, the Daybreak I think is the story 
one where the red talon comes in and you, you oh, okay. so that's that's and then if you finish that then you actually get some other bonuses in your main playthrough too okay um so i'm gonna <clears throat> i'm gonna go try that but i <laughs> it's it's always a different they got the new map which i wanted to try out yeah it's really really good it's i don't think it's you know for beginners so much because everything's really really spread apart um and until you get like a decent base which there are some that are very very op but it's always that struggle, you know, where you're like, oh, I'm going to make it past this next, you know, cliff. And then it's like, no, I just fell off of it, but I climbed back up. And you're, you're always trying to, you, right when you think you're comfortable yep. where you're at, you, you, the game basically mm-hmm. hammers you and says, no, don't, don't get too comfortable. But eventually you get to the point where it's like, yeah, everybody's happy. You've got plenty of supplies. And it's, it, it's very rewarding to get through that kind of, mm-hmm. you know, I really enjoy that. You kind of develop little relationships with your characters. You start yeah. kicking people out. You say, get the hell out of here. Stop causing all these fights. You know. Um, and then the biggest one I've been playing a lot of is MLB 20. Okay. And is it good? Yeah. It's always good. Yeah, I know. It's always good. Is it? <laughs> That's uh, the, it, it it's not like, again, it, I don't think they've really... Like, if you came to, like, 17 and then played 20, you're going to yeah. be like, oh, well, this is crazy. Sure. But you're getting incremental little updates and upgrades every year. Um, I usually just play the, uh, make it to the show where you start yeah. off in like, uh, it's like your own character, right? Yeah, right. Yeah. yeah. Um, and I'm progressing to hopefully the Chicago Cubs, <laughs> you know, but, uh, yeah, we'll see what happens. Um, last time I did it in 19, I got to the Cubs, was there for a season. They traded me to the Yankees. I stopped playing. <laughs> I was like, screw this. This sucks. Um, but it's really, really good. It's still super tight. They they always do a, a good job. They just don't really improve on it year after year mm-hmm. like they should. But you know, with the people, you know, that that's my limited experience though with it too. Because like a lot of people will play like the online stuff. They're really into the whole card thing. The leagues, yeah, yeah. kind of like the uh, like EA does with yeah. the cards, right? The team, ultimate team, right? Yeah, that's they call me. it something else. Yeah, no, but... that's not me at all. So you know, I, I get a very limited experience out of it, but. Again, that you know, and I play franchise every once in a while too. So I'll have a franchise going, and then also, you know, but it's just for me. You know, it's not this online stuff. I yes. can't do it. But you know, so I can't really speak on how that's improved or anything. But it's pretty much the same. But it's awesome. And there's no baseball right now, so <laughs> there's kinda, nothing. Yeah, right there's, now. yeah. So this is it's kind of a nice substitute. It's kind of um, crazy, but like, um, you know, especially for I'm a big hockey guy, right? Um, don't, oh yeah. Don't care for basketball, but between hockey and basketball, there's not even going to be any playoffs. I mean, there's just no. there's nothing right now. All gone. It's crazy. Um, well, that's cool. True, well, that's good. Um, so I talked about Doom already. Like I said, fantastic. Uh, Ori, I'm 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 far into Ori. So I, I take my time in those games as I do with most games. Kind of explore all over the place, but yeah. I'm I'm well into it. I, I've got to be at least three quarters. So um, you know, I'll probably finish that up this week on and off uh, and then just playing way too much Warzone way too much Warzone we're playing multiple hours per day right now so um, if I put that time into other games I'd get more done but I just have too much fun playing multiplayer as I always do so I wanted to go back to Division got that I also searched oh, 2 I gotta do that too yeah so I, launched I, I, on I, Game Pass yep I want to try that too try I that. it um, I mean you don't normally like those games, no. but Game Pass, you may as well play it. Yeah, that's right. I uh, I was given a copy of uh, Zombie Army 4, mm. which I've installed. haven't tried that yet. So, a lot of games to play. <laughs> we got time. <laughs> we got all kinds of time. So, anyway, I'll be playing all those games this week. But 
Well, cool. Um, well, that was fun. I, I, you know, super excited about the Series X and PlayStation 5. Oh, yeah. Um, there's a lot we didn't talk about. Uh, we didn't talk about DirectX Ultimate, um, which, again, set of API tools and a lot of chatter out there and a lot of misinformation. So if I could say one thing, even the people that you think you may trust, which is, might go against us, I realize as I'm saying this, yeah. There's a lot of stuff being said on uh, by hashtag Twitter guys, mm. um, and a lot of even sites that is just wrong. Um, speaking to engineers directly, and they're like, "No, that's not how that works," or "That's not what that is," or you know, um, and in fact, uh, or it, it's very sensationalized. Yes, you know, and that's 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 all about getting those hits right now. Yeah. Right. So um, just be careful of what you're reading. Don't go, you know, preaching off the balcony of stuff you've heard somewhere that you think to be true if you really don't know if it's true because there's a lot of misinformation out there. Sure. Um, you know, we already covered the basics of the systems as far as 99.9% of people are confirmed. If you're not a developer or a serious, serious techie, um, you don't know what you're talking about. No, I don't. Just don't. So nope. we talked the limits of what we know. Um, but, you know, I'm sure the, the developers, the people who do this for a living, are going to produce some really fantastic things on both. So yep. be excited. Uh, Warzone review up on the site. Uh, system breakdown. So if you want kind of a high level, kind of what we talked about on both the Series X, both the PlayStation 5, we did breakdowns of the presentations along with most of the kind of core information that you need. Um, those are on the way. And most uh, excitedly is that the merch page is up on the site. Yay! Not the buy. Calm down. No. <laughs> no, but the merch page is up. Uh, it's a coming soon page right now. Um, but I do anticipate at this moment that we will be ready to launch next weekend. Nice. As you're listening to this. Awesome. So we will do a special. We'll give you all the details next week. Talk about the gaming charities we're working with. Um, and let you know when we're going to launch. We're going to do some specials on uh, the initial kind of batch of, of things you can buy. Um, but super exciting. Yeah. And all proceeds will go to buying toilet paper for us. <laughs> That's true. Support Season Gaming with uh, TP. Yes, please. <laughs> no. So, um, as always, guys, thanks for listening. Stay safe out there. It's kind of a crazy world. Yeah, um, man, for sure. We're in State of Decay 3. We didn't realize it. We're This is yeah. the beta. This is it. We're testing it in real life. Um, Play the, games, man. Yeah, stay in. Stay away from people. Please listen to the guidelines. It is serious yeah. um, as we sit here. Three feet away from each other. Listen, we just to be fair and to you know put it out there, we did you know. I know what I've been doing. Yeah. He knows what he's been doing. Yeah. I trust him. He trusts me. Hopefully. Sanitize. Yeah. Always sanitize. Uh, yeah, plenty of sanitizer. Wipes. Yeah. You, you you know, if I if I felt one second for like I was uh, even like a small sniffle, I would not even come over here. Yeah. yeah you yeah. know, we 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 we're we're trusting each other and we're basically isolated. Yeah, yeah, I've been I, home. I, I, yeah, yeah. I've, I've been to the store once or twice, and then with gloves on. Yeah, with gloves on. <laughs> uh, any gas, I've used gloves. Then I immediately sanitized and wiped my face down <laughs> with yeah. everything. I've lysoled my whole body, <laughs> <laughs> and that's not even a joke. <laughs> I've walked into my car and sprayed myself down with Lysol. It's it's you know it's crazy. It's crazy now, man. Yeah. It's got to be very very careful. So we've got an awesome hobby to keep us occupied during yeah. this time. So you know. Just embrace it and, you know, get as much of that backlog down as you can because, I mean, that's what we're doing. Yeah, we, we talk all the time about there's too much 
even beyond games in terms of uh, streaming services right. and shows, there's too much entertainment to consume. Yep. There's just too much. You can't consume it all. Yeah, Here's your time. Yeah, you, there are movies that are technically still supposed to be in theaters that you can now purchase. Yeah, that's true. And why? Three of which are horror movies, so go for it. You know, it won't be me. But there, you know, <laughs> a lot of people, are, you know, they're having sales. You know, they're trying to help out and doing the best they can. And yeah. Just keep your spirits up. You know, we'll keep doing this as long as we can. And, you know, it's, yeah. you know I'm not going to put anybody in danger. He won't put me in danger. So we're, we're good. Yep. You know. And we'll do it remote when we have to. Yeah, we have to go remote. Yeah. So yep. um, this was episode 97. So we're only couple episodes away from 100. Yeah. So... We're going to try to make it there, and then we're just... (laughs) (laughs) Then we're shutting down for... So, plans kind of slowly developing for 100. We are talking about potentially doing a live show for 100, which would be fun. Get a chat going, you know, kind of changing our format a little bit for the 100 and getting some guests on as well. So, we'll see what that looks like. Things are in the works. A lot more to come, but... That's about it. Yeah, man. All right. Stay safe, people. Episode 97, stay safe. Talk to you next week.